welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. We are recording at an ungodly hour. 7.30 p.m. <laughs> oh my God, it feels amazing. You guys have no idea. Marcy has been working till like 11 p.m., Going in the next morning, she is the busiest bee. And uh, then doing three podcasts, podcasts like that have to be like that are two well, out six two hour episodes a week <laughs> for ninety day fiance. <sighs> and that well, Betsy and I can like stockpile for yes. a funny feeling. Yes. So like it's no, but to have fine. two recap sh- podcasts is insanity. It's, and your full time job, I have a hard time finding time to watch uh, Kardashians yeah I really struggle finding the window weirdly well I'll go ahead and get to my catch up mm-hmm. so um, la- I watched it light, late last night because yeah. uh, we record on Mondays you guys just in case you wonder about like how, how sometimes we miss the news cycle yeah. it's because it's Monday yeah, it's because it's Monday <laughs> it just secrets out that's what it is we like literally make it harder on ourselves than it should be it's the um, only night we can it's the only night we can so um, I watched it late last night so I was like up too late maybe that's why my cheek is twitching. I know. I was asking. I was like, is that sleep related? For me, it's sleep Maybe, related. Because last week was just all late, late, late yeah. nights. And then uh, this weekend, I guess I had too much fun. Yeah. You looked like you were having fun. I well, first. OK. So I watched it late last night okay. because before that. I went to the Haunted Hayride yes, okay. in Los Angeles. Yes. How was it? It's, you know. <laughs> you you know there's a i like to make a distinction so like i love ghosts right i love ghost stories i love paranormal things but like there's it's weird how sometimes halloween or horror things will overlap with the paranormal yes but they are not the same thing yes horror is not the same as ghosts no and even i will get tricked a little bit about how much i like a scary thing yes but realistically i just want to hear a ghost story yeah um so i went it was like fine i had a lot of notes i have anybody who maybe doesn't know what the hayride is should we do you think most people know i well first and foremost los angeles does halloween oh this is a bounty of yes, halloween options there's so many places so many haunted mazes universal haunted, haunted or horror, horror nights, nights not there's scary farm weird immersive plays uh, all, all sorts of things you can there's a place where i was like oh should i go to a haunted a cocktail shore soiree uh, that Sorry. one that it kept advertising soiree 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 i almost went to that too I, it was like targeted advertising that i was like okay maybe i'll go i kind of they st- it's going through the weekend i was still maybe sort of we'll want to go. go maybe we'll go um the tickets are not cheap oh there you go they're like 56 dollars it knows we're working women (laughs) um so they're like oh yeah you are always looking up too many things to shop for so yeah i had a lot of notes okay um the most fun maze was this one where it was definitely for children where you go in a house but then you immediately like on the outside of the house and it's all these other little houses and you ring the doorbell yes and then someone pops out and they scare you right right uh, that was really fun. I love that part. But uh, afterwards, I was leaving and I was with a group of people and we're like, well, let's go to get some food afterwards. So I was like telling my friend to follow me because I knew where we were going. And I was trying to like sneak out onto like, so it's like weird because you're coming from a big road okay. that is like fr- in the park, right? But Griffith then Park. It, then it hits, yeah, in Griffith Park. Um, E.T. ever heard of it? That's where it was filmed. Oh my um, God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Well, just like the woods things. Yes. So like I'm trying to like get onto the main drag in Los Feliz and yeah. I kind of like, I, it, but it, it's a, like a big, it's like a four way intersection that's like multiple lanes on each side. You know, okay. you know what oh, I'm yeah. talking about. So um, I was like, maybe I could make a, a right on a red, but it was so like dark and I couldn't tell what lanes the cars were coming in. So like I just like snuck out but then stopped before I was actually in the road. Okay. And my friend behind me just slammed right in. No. <laughs> so we got a little a fender, fender bender. bender. No. Is there damage? No. It was no damage. Oh, and I'm good. going to the chiropractor on Wednesday. Although I feel much better. Oh mercy. And then I was like well I was like well I should not bail. I'll still go out. Oh it's my fine. God. And then it was like 11.30 then I was like let me watch the Kardashians. <gasps> also before this before this so on Saturday night I went to go see a friend's film that I want to plug for them i was, was listening to an interview with them on um the frame the local kpcc show uh, on my way over like yes. listening to their very voices so our friends jocelyn DeBoer and don lube are these amazing writer director actress team power trio power, power duo duo uh they're the triple, trio of triple yeah. threat power duo that's what i meant that's what and I meant. they wrote directed and started a feature film that is so cool and fun and it's a true indie yeah it is one of the most bizarre films you will it will make wes anderson seem like uh milk toast you know (laughs) such a bizarre but truly so funny and my a friend who doesn't know them came and she was like that's one of the funniest movies i've seen this year (gasps) it's just so well acted and cat like it's it's called greener grass yes um and it's playing like in a few cities right now but it's so uh it's so cool i want to see it so bad i saw the short and then so many friends are in it and i cannot wait to see it it is truly like such a bizarre delight and it's about like ultra polite like suburbia and jocelyn's on your team jocelyn's on search history with me if you've seen search history you've seen jocelyn uh, and she's so funny. She's so, so funny. funny. I always, I was trying to describe her to my mom, and I was like, she sounds like Marilyn Monroe uh-huh. ran up of uh, like Hi. four flights of stairs and then was confused. <laughs> <gasps> what? <laughs> like she's just, a good job. She's just always like, oh, well, hi, how are you? Like she's so sweet, but she has this like breathy starlet. Like she really does. She's amazing, and uh, so is Dawn. And they, if you know you should see the film but also you should just check out all their press clippings they had like they've toured the world at different film festivals with this movie but also every place they've had a incredible outfits. They have this sort of like Destiny's Child, like same but different thing yes. where it's like they it's like a, an approximation of each other's outfits. And it is my favorite like running game. And it is like so over the top, <gasps> insane. Like their press outfits. You will not be disappointed. I'm sure if you went to like the Greener Grass Instagram, you would find all of their photos. Yeah. yeah. You should check out uh, again. It's called Greener Grass. It's Dawn Lube and Jocelyn DeBoer. They're amazing. I love them. Uh, anyway, Jess, you have something that uh, you uh, we need to talk about. <laughs> well, uh, it was an exciting day because 
I got to announce that I made a podcast with Earwolf, um, the show that I have talked about on here many times, and some listeners have even come to live shows. Um, my interview show, Holly Weird, at UCB, the UCB theater that I've done for like the last year and a half or so, um, or no more than that. Um, I did I did for Earwolf, and we'll so cool. hopefully be doing more down the road. But my first episode went up on their Earwolf Presents channel. And it was so fun. It was truly, it's the most fun in the world. And I got to have uh, Brian Safi from uh, <gasps> oh, Throwing Shade. I love and Brian Safi. He's also, and he's incredible. He's on the, he's on the Fox show 911. He's, he's on a million podcasts. Yeah. He's the funniest. You've definitely heard him on Bitch Sesh. Oh, you've heard him on Bitch Sesh. We have a lot of people who listen to that. Oh yeah. Uh, Brian's been on Bitch Sesh. Uh, he, he's been, he used to be a co-host on, um, extra or no access Hollywood. So we get into, he tells a really incredible story about, um, and he told it at my live show too, about interviewing Cher (gasps) at her like Malibu mansion. And it's so delightful. And then I also had, um, Haley Joel Osment, (gasps) the the former child actor, six cents, six cents, perfect time of year to go listen to Haley Joel Osment, who is just so lovely and so open and talks about, uh, being a child star and like, he talks about remembering his audition for Forrest Gump with oh Tom my Hanks. God. We have, he tells the most incredible stories and his like view on child acting and his experiences in the industry are so interesting. And he, it's, it's incredible. He has like stories about being at the Oscars as a Ugh. child. And anyways, I had the best time. And um, if you guys can listen to it, download it, tweet about it, post about it, um, that would be amazing if people want to. Where can they um, find it? They can find it at earwolf.com. Um, I also tweeted about it and posted it on all my socials. And I'm sure it's on all the platforms. Yes. yes, So it's called Holly Weird. Holly Weird. And it's an Earwolf podcast. Um, But yes, I wanted to I'm sure you guys all know, but uh, Jess is one of the most charming people. But on top of that, she's also one of the best interviewers. Oh, Marcy. It's like one of your like special skills that's like unnecessary because let's just listen to you talk. (laughs) But you're so good at like getting other people to talk. I've gotten mad at you about it in Vegas (laughs) when you talked to Hooper. She's just so good at pulling information out of people. Thank you. I used to be a journalist in my past life and had to interview people. And it was a big part of making the show um, of doing Holly Weird was that I had never interviewed people live like on stage. I'd always done it like just with a recorder for like a magazine or something. So I thought it would be like a good challenge to have to do it live in front of an audience and it is hard uh so i give credit to everybody who does it for a living because it's super hard it's uh, hard to juggle that it's really hard to like, juggle worried about the audience and you're worried about yes. this person who's maybe not used to being in front of an audience and a panel was really interesting to figure out because like the chemistry and i've had some true weirdos on my show <laughs> for anyone who wasn't following it i had angeline i had kato kalen i had tia career and then tons of um comedians and anyways uh I'm really excited, so uh, hopefully uh, you guys will listen and like it. I have a question, though. Do you do the guests at the same time um in the case of this on the podcast on or on the podcast it's no there well yes. it's it's yeah it's i interview brian first great and then and the idea is more like brian and i are kind of like more interviewing Haley together oh, so you do it together though. Yeah, That's, the, yeah, yeah yeah sorry sorry okay. the three of us then all stay at the end like and, a talk show yes got um, it so it's like gabbing with my comedy friend and then we kind of together interview like this really interesting hollywood person i can't 
like to download. Thanks, Marcy. Well, thanks for letting me plug, plug, plug. Anything else? No. Oh, Let's get I into stuff. I talked about a haunted house too long. I, I love it. And I... it's the time of year. Okay. So another big thing happened this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of big uh, earth shattering <laughs> drops. <laughs> Jesus is King was released. Finally. Mm-hmm. Finally. I didn't listen. I did. And I didn't like it. Oh, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. This is a big deal for me, guys. I know. Marcy, I am. I'm sitting here shocked. I mean, I have stopped with Kanye through so many bad things yes this is an enormous break like breakdowns on stage mega hats Um, mega hats meeting with trump saying slavery is a choice so many things that in retrospect i should have never stood beside him (laughs) if he's gonna make this kind of an album oh no what even is it i don't even is it gospel it's gospel it's like <sighs> I mean, it's not bad. It's not because it's gospel music that I don't like it. But it's like, you know how no one's ever said, I need Kanye to sing more? <laughs> well, he didn't care if they if they said it or not. Because he's like, this is the album where I'm really going to sing a lot. And he's not a great singer. He's a great rapper. No. He's a great producer. Well, he's a very insecure singer. And it's why he's like leaned on well, autotune for so long. He has uh, Jesus on his side now. So he's no longer <gasps> no insecure. He's just a singing. Oh. It's just some pure singing. I mean, and some of this stuff is like interesting and there's some like beats that are good, but like ultimately it's like, it is like church music and wow. it's no more interesting um, to me than, I don't, it's just not what just I want. Work. And I guess maybe I love listening to Kanye be dark and explore that part of himself and like, yeah. and now it's like sort of uh, more about like, you know, it's just, it's worship music and I don't think that's bad, but it also doesn't sound as good as some of his other stuff that's i just couldn't i was just like the more i read about it i was like i just have no urge to listen to this i am so curious about like who is the target audience like i know that there's so many kanye stands out there who will who will download like yeah. i did and like pay for it but like and then after that like then what like you kind of still want to see him in concert but i feel like that's going to fizzle and then are you like actually going after christians who want worship music because i don't know who that is exactly that's the, the like is that market big enough or like maybe it's not about maybe it's just truly like he felt he feels the passion and he's going after it i think it's probably that like it's less audience based and it's more like you know messiah based yeah. you know like um but it yeah it's very it, it certainly sounds like you know on the one hand it's cool to not make like a you know chasing the charts yes. like bubblegum working with whatever all the swedish producers like making hits taylor swift style which is fine um and it's definitely not that and i yeah. I, I do have respect for the idea of like Absolutely. i want to make a piece of art i'm a mad genius uh but i don't care and, and i personally don't like religion and i don't really like thinking about it and i don't want to listen to it there's just one stupid song that's about chick-fil-a and i'm like <laughs> are we really are we really 
talking about chick-fil-a and being closed on sunday because you need to like reflect like i get it but also like is it like pro chick-fil-a yeah of Mm, course that's complicated because it's like well it's just about because chick-fil-a is closed on sundays and it's really because they're religious owned business oh my god it's all complicated (laughs) and i stupid (laughs) look i don't hate kanye yet (laughs) i'm still interested to see what he does i will maybe listen to the album maybe once twice more full time full full through yes because i was bouncing around and being like no no and and i also texted you this week and i was very upset with myself because not only did i not enjoy the kanye album i was like i think i really love taylor swift lover song ha, 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 ha. welcome welcome to the dark side of liking uh, taylor swift's music uh, it's hell i'm sorry it's the worst i don't know why guys and forgive me i'm sure there's some swifties out there i mean and i, I want to call them swift boaters but that's different <laughs> no please call them swift boaters <laughs> it's very in line with our age <laughs> we guys are swift boaters you right remember the swift boats from the carry okay of course <laughs> you guys were talking politics talking about beer and politics um, no i mean i mean it in that like it is the dark side of like there's no more complicated space than being an insane kim kardashian uh kim kanye kim Ye head and being like oh like taylor swift's last album i was like oh fuck i like it yeah and then this one not as much but the good songs are really good well i will say that i don't know if i've ever revealed this on the podcast before but i think part of what made me I've always said that Kanye brought me to the Kardashians as a That's as right. A fan. I forget that that's your entry point. But also maybe part of what brought me to Kanye was my, I have hated Taylor since yes. day one. Oh my God. As a pop star and like, I'm ugh. just like this and genuous. No, I'm with and you. I'm sure there's plenty of people who love her so much and are like, I have gotten to, I have started, I have started many fights about this. I don't know why I go out seeking it. <laughs> I do leave the house looking for it. I'm like, who am I going to tell that I don't like Taylor Swift? <laughs> Someone who is truly benign and not hurting a soul. <laughs> I gotta tell somebody. She's done no harm to this world. Who am I gonna tell? She deserves nothing but the worst. <laughs> um, so that's it. Um, there was a, like a little article that was like Kim's concerned about a possible tour. Yeah, and it's like, are you really concerned? I mean, I don't believe she really is. Uh, that's just playing into the 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 story of before. That's yes. that's leaning on because that's when he had his breakdown. Crazy, like just not getting sleep. It's like, but also Kanye was doing drugs. Yeah. Kanye's not gonna, like, oh, we didn't even talk about that last week, did we? That he was making... Oh, the premarital sex thing? He told people that were working on his album to not have premarital sex while they were working on the album. I don't like it. I don't either, but I get it. Why? Well, because one, religion says... (laughs) And two, it's like, I think like he would have maybe like my thought process and I could be wrong because I'm not a mind reader was that he would have told everyone not to have sex, but he felt like he maybe couldn't do that to married couples because it might infringe upon their relationship or whatever. Yeah. So he told people, but just 
out like illegal, fully illegal. But Insane. it's like how football coaches and boxing coaches I was that with athletes will tell athletes to not have sex so they have like more sperm jizz in their body to create <laughs> yeah. and to hit people. I you don't need know. a lot of sperm to be good at Look, your sport. If you want to hit someone so hard, you can't let any of your sperm no, go because it flows into your biceps. <laughs> yeah, the sperm gets all over your body and makes it so strong, so you guys. Strong. Because you know it's made of protein and that's really good for you. It might be the same logic for a long day in the recording studio. Yeah, that you same need endurance. so much. You really would need to be like all like like amped up and like full full of your man seed <laughs> i think we cracked it i think, I think we, we cracked it, it out. i think it's bad and he i don't know what am i gonna do when i what am i gonna do when i fall out of love and i maybe it's just a rocky maybe i need to be more like kim and just like you know like just work <laughs> no through there's already it. one there's kim you don't have to stay with him <laughs> kim will stay with him <sighs> I'm upset. Okay. You can leave him. Um, all right. Next bit of news. Oh, so this Courtney Kardashian has been like really responding on Instagram. She is not here for mom shaming. No. And I, I love it. Uh, she had a series of photos this weekend and captioned uh, them on Instagram as a weekend away. And there's uh, outdoor shots. Rain is gardening, sitting on a tractor, being just so sweet. And um, a commenter put, she really need to cut his hair. Uh, and then Court wrote back, she really need to not worry about kids that aren't her own. He's a happy boy. Oh, my God. Do not... Do not come for this sweet boy. These shots of him in the garden with his little. He's perfect. Oh. He's a terrible boy and I love him. <laughs> if Rain cuts his hair, uh, th- we're going to have an emergency podcast. Also, like, we'll have an emergency episode. Yeah, that's when we'll come together. We'll, we'll call in work. work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, in some cultures, they don't cut children's hair until they're like five. I know. And also like. We've been, this is not news. Like a lot of, especially celebrity children, like boys with long hair is like such a thing. Like I thought this was kind of a thing of the past. Yeah. Leave my reign alone. I do love that she's like, you need to mind your own business. Oh my God. Do not come for my reign, June. uh, I love people just, also a world where I want to talk to these people who talk straight to the celebrity. And then like, God, I would die to just watch them when they're like, talk shit. Like, you need to cut his hair. I would the world where you're scrolling your Instagram and you talk to the celebrity. It's truly insane. It's so funny. Another. So I guess in some other pics, um, she posted some throwback pics from their Finland trip. And somebody wrote, don't your kids go to school? Their education is so much more important than these trips. (laughs) And then she wrote, it was spring break. But traveling can be educational, too. (laughs) She's being patient. Yeah, it's not too sassy. The undertone is, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Um, Um, It must be a real thrill to know that, like, some nobody is just, like, barfing a comment and that they look at their phone and, like, shit their pants. No, I... Because think of it whenever, like, the reason she responds is because it bothered her. 
Just yeah. like whenever we get and we get none compared to what they get. But you're so right. Someone says like, anything to us. It like makes us spiral. out. We get so upset. It affects our personal lives. You're so right. And that's why I think it's really crazy for fucking strangers to talk to people they don't know in a way that's out of bounds. Well, that's like uh, insulting and finger wagging. Like, the Internet reaches people. It Isn't just that's the magical thing about it. And the worst part of it is that you can now have a stranger make you feel like shit for the rest of your day. It is really incredible. In a way that I don't know that many people have experienced unless they're in my keto, low carb Facebook group. Oh, I love in this. In which case. I need another. I need a spinoff podcast about it this It is group. the fucking meanest people <laughs> in the world. <laughs> it is the. And I only am on it for the meanness. Like mm. they are constantly screaming at one another. Recently, there was a woman who posted a before and after. She had a significant <sighs> weight loss, like 60 or 80 pounds wow. since February. So she's oh been God. really working hard and she posted a side-by-side pic and uh, in the second image of her current one her face it's a mirrored image so her face is flipped and so a bunch of old baby boomers were like oh so your diet made your mole move fake this is not you (laughs) but like Jess it was a thousand comments deep we're talking 980 comments people were coming for her so hard to be like you're fucking lying that's not the same person and then so many people were trying to respond to be like it's a flipped image guys but i was like it's truly a 30 year age gap where these people don't understand but also if she faked it she needs it give it to her pam she doesn't need you to tell her she's a liar oh my god i i never want you to stop talking about this it's group. the meanest if you're in the group there's i know there's like seventeen thousand. is it a private people. closed group no oh I'll, i'm gonna join it's so mean they are so ugly <laughs> and ruthless and just always <laughs> screaming at people just the nastiest people they'll be like i don't know what to eat for breakfast i'm sick of eggs people be like well then just don't eat anything you should fast learn to eat someone was suggested when a woman said she didn't like eating eggs and she wanted other ideas someone said eat an omelet (laughs) you dumb what a fucking bitch what a piece of shit i don't even know if she knew it's truly like it's (laughs) both heinous either way heinous it's a venn diagram of people (laughs) dieting being assholes and dumb <laughs> and not all of them meet you know some of them are just dieting and assholes and some are just yes. dumb and dieting and yes. some, but like <laughs> it's fucking awful oh my I god it. i love it so much yeah, i love the internet uh, um so apparently scott and sophia are obviously you know going very well it seems um and the whole a group of them were all out in uh, seminole or in hollywood florida i actually saw this being built when we were out there How for crazy it's this giant guitar shaped uh hotel and casino it's the hard rock hotel and casino um in hollywood florida and we drove past it because i was like what is that giant guitar yeah, building that's so strange and chloe was there sophia was there scott's there they all got flown out and his ex-girlfriend bella thorne who should be there but bella thorne this gave me a real flashback because I remember forgot. this was this was his like lot one of his lost months it was like during fashion week yeah and it they was, were running around in may 2017 oh that's right it was started in can uh after he split from courtney there was like some it says heavy pda yes. while in can lots of boat 
pics boats oh, and butts and Lots. that's right and then courtney was also there with eunice and she was just like they were just Canoodling. like they were literally ship sailing in the night that's right they were so and yes it but read very much as i put this in there because the, this one line made me laugh so oh, yes. hard this is and it so says funny. this is a quote from <laughs> our from radaronline.com god bless radar it says though bella and scott seem to be enjoying each other's company the self-proclaimed lord dumped her one month later telling pals that she stunk <laughs> what a savage burn <sighs> because there is a whole thing where she has like a kind of grungy vibe like her yeah actual street style is like a kind of grungy and i was dying because i was like especially in this in this like scott era she was like kind of ragged looking like it looked like they were partying yeah. a lot um and that was the rumor and they were like you know photographed at all hours and stuff and yeah because i think it, they went to new york next or whatever as i remember it and um i sh i the idea that it really was <laughs> that she smelled bad is so mean and so funny well yeah apparently they were so it says bella and her sister danny were staying in scott's villa and they were a complete nightmare scott's friend told radar adding that the star told pals he eventually kicked the girls out because he felt they were being quote really crazy and he was quote annoyed at how unhygienic bella was oh my god so it is it's exactly that <laughs> he just told her to leave it was really embarrassing <laughs> these quotes also, are also like this is such an unnecessary article but just to like burn bella thorne it was very funny to me because i don't think she cares at all I don't think so. You don't smell bad and care. No, no. And I mean, also, if you're hooking up with recently single Scott Disick, like she's you're doing, having, you're doing whatever. Yeah, she's, she's like 21 or something. Yeah. Um. This. So we have Rob. Apparently, I we got to talk about this because I want to get to the evidence and see if I'm missing something. Well, OK, so it just seems as if that. So Rob was at Kim Kardashian's birthday. OK, OK. Which I am very excited about. We Me asked, too. where is he? So but they they saw him in the background of a post. It was like a sh video of like shy and uh, P walking down the hall. Right. And they saw some Rob legs. Mm -hmm. I mean, eagle eye. I, I watched this video and I did not clock. I didn't clock those Arthur Georges. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Arthur George's that dead thing, right? Yes. Whatever yeah. it's called. Oh, his new line. Yeah. So apparently, um, he, quote, he's very focused on making changes and sticking with it. He has cut down fast food and has completely changed his diet. I love that he's cut down fast food and completely changed. Just yes. cut it down. It's changed, but it's just cut down. It's um, a huge change. He's also stopped drinking, which is really helping That's him. Big. And he is feeling a lot better and seeing results. And I think so... I this is coming from E News. So oh that my god! Means, can we? I feel like they're presenting us with a possible like he may reemerge soon. Like he's. I I'm with you. I'm just laughing because I I gotta tell you like I used to write for like sites like this sometimes and sometimes you just like when I wrote for Daily Mail which I've talked about a lot and sometimes you just gotta fill out the damn word count. Yes. And I'm dying over this next sentence right after that. Read it. As many doctors would tell their patients, a diet is important. Exercise, however, can also do wonders. As it turns out, Rob is on top of that as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a nonsense sentence. I guess they wanted to segue into telling us that he's working out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I will say I don't see a lot of hard evidence. I would love a real photo of Rob. I would die for a real photo of <laughs> yes. Rob. But um, I think we're going to get but it. But I do. I 2020. See, I'm hearing what I'm picking up what you're putting down. And I do feel like that's a that's a good little breadcrumb for Look, us. I'll he, take it. He's a troubled boy. Yes. And I'm happy for him to take care of himself 
himself Me too. for and his daughter's sake, for his family's sake, for his own sake. And we said this many times, like the Rob being out of the spotlight always makes me happy. I think he yes, he steps he, back in. That's and it's, not for him. We've talked about how much we want him to go leave and go build a, a separate life. Yeah. Marry a normal woman. I mean, he can't fully, but no. You know. Which, speaking of his partners, that kind of brings us to this incredible next story. It's so funny. God, Jess. this made my day. So this is coming from uh, <laughs> Hot New Whip Hop. I cannot believe. I think it's just Hot New Hip Hop. Oh, yeah. I. You're right. You're right. This isn't an ASAP Rocky situation. We don't normally go to Hot New Hip Hop. I, I just I thought there were two W's. I just but I, hot, I. But Hot Hot New Whip Hop. <laughs> It's Look, so while cute. I yes, it's earlier than normal. I'm still exhausted. <laughs> it's so cute. I <sighs> would only point it out because it's the cute. hot new whip hop. hop. Okay. Hotnewhiphop.com. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I don't also, wanna... just as dub of a name. Insane. So. Insane. No, I don't want to detract because this story deserves some real attention. So apparently Black China was supposed to do this like seven hour long deposition with the Kardashian lawyers about um, Kim and Chris basically killing their show. Robin the China. Robin China show. And so the second she, season was which, supposed to, that she claims that they effectively... Uh, got it killed yeah they killed the spinoff and so today was the day she was supposed to meet with them to do this really long ass deposition she was like two hours late for it and then it's just so funny because she's in the office where the deposition is to be had and she is doing spawn con (laughs) she is doing her fashion nova photo shoots in the (laughs) conference room look she's a woman who can do it all i gotta tell you this is there's a funny thing with black china where i get like i follow her and then i unfollow her i follow her and then i unfollow her i saw this story and i was like back in back on board this is the funniest power move to be like i'm getting fucking deposed for seven hours against the fucking kardashian bitches yeah i'll do my spawn con yeah i'm gonna sell some fashion nova it's so funny i am actually mad at myself that i have not watched her show or tokyo tony's yes. yet we w- i would it's s- on a platform that i don't understand how to access but oh yeah it's like um it's like a water name like triton tv or pluto tv or <laughs> something like anyways that. um do, yeah I, that's actually i i wish I, if there was enough time i would love to i want to watch that we should I mean, save that for maybe between seasons we dip in just so funny these photos though because she's like holding a coffee mug and like <laughs> and it's like miss independent and oh boy handling some business she's funny she's great like don't let anyone tell you she's not funny because she's funny she's funny and look you can do your business anywhere but also <laughs> Run your I'm biz. like looking through her instagram and it's not there anymore so i guess oh, it was really? just like um well they were probably like oh no hey, here they are here okay. they are there's three of them in a row <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you though she's got like she's averaging between 74 and 50 thousand likes so that's not nothing that's not nothing. You do your thing, Black China. We're Honestly, rooting for you, even though, you know. Make your money while you're trying to get your money back, you know. Absolutely. I'm I'm here. I'm here for it, she as they say. She makes me giggle. Um, speaking of being here for it, Kylie has so far won, is pulled out ahead in the, the great Car Jenner Halloween uh, costume wars. We got a real gift this oh, weekend. Oh, God, that it's so... 
God, it shattered me. It everyone saw this. It's Stormy in a little replica of Kylie's Met Ball look, the one that she and Kendall did, the purple oh, feathers, so cute with the pale purple wig or pale, yeah. And she has like a little one <laughs> that she made for Stormy, and it's this big long wig and the big purple feathers, and it's. The, I think the caption is actually like almost the best part too, because she just writes, "My baby, <laughs> I can't handle." handle this (sighs) it's very genuine very cute so so cute what could be cuter um and let's see the last little bit of news is sort of um it's a a little story coming out of saturday i watched this live i saw this live now michael che not from there but on tv oh um michael che is one of the weekend update correspondents he and Colin Jost. Colin Jost. Is Colin Jost the one that's engaged to Scarlett Johansson? Sure is. Insanity. Insanity. Life makes no sense. Got her the ugliest uh, engagement ring I've ever seen in my life. Please Google it. And if you disagree with me, that's on you. I hate it. Um, Uh, So in a segment, they're talking, Che is talking about Kanye West. And he says, quote, at first I thought Kanye was losing his mind. And now I feel like he's fine. He's just turning into an old white lady. I mean, he used to be one of the coolest black dudes on earth. Now he's showing up to events in sweatpants and orthopedic sneakers, listening to Kenny G and trying to get black people to like Trump. It's like, how long before this guy changes his name to Kathy? Which got a big laugh and was a funny joke. And then he says, now you might think I'm crazy. But about five years ago, there was a fella named Bruce Jenner and he moved to Calabasas, he said before trailing off. And then he trailed off and the audience went, oh, and it cut back to Jost, who had his face in his hands. It was one of the weirdest moments I've actually watched uh, on on SNL in a while. It's so bizarre. It's so crazy because it's like we know so many smart people who work for the show. There's no way anybody wasn't aware that it would immediately become a Twitter thing, that it would immediately like there's just a conversation about like we're just that's what we want to do. We want to make that joke. And we know there can be no reality where it's like it's like how we always say with Kim and the appropriation stuff. It's like there's no way that that's not getting like raised yeah people aren't aware there's no way someone didn't say or maybe they didn't maybe that is fully their segment and they get to make the choices they want to make and and maybe that's why you saw colin like visibly look like he was not co-signing it because he knew it was coming i mean they they both he bailed really hard on it it's like if you're gonna make a a joke that can be certainly easily interpreted as transphobic it's like at the very least like deliver it it's the craziest like thing to watch because it's literally just this like quiet trail off and you're like uh well we don't like it either am i mistaken in thinking that he's always being yeah he's problematic and he's very unapologetic and and is like a bit of a like bad boy and like i think has a history of but he like comes for like marginalized groups too much yes i don't can't remember the examples but that sounds right and then he like will argue why he's not sorry yeah and he's like gotten really into it with like that guy seth simons who uh is that writer who's written about ucb theater a lot and um yeah like he he like engages with people like his haters in a really like embarrassing way he loves to punch down it must be so cool yeah to be rich and famous and then 
try to make people who are struggling every day feel worse about themselves. It's just like, congrats. What a what a maybe weird someone use. knows him. They're like, no, he's so awesome. But I'm sure we yes, I'm sure there's people we know who would say that. Uh, but it was just so crazy to me. Like that's what was the craziest part about when I was watching it. I was like, the first part is a solid joke, and you're like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, like it's a well written joke. End it. And then it's End just it. like, and then all this buildup and you realize it's to get to this other heighten and you're like, oh no. Like the whole point was to make a dig at Caitlyn. Yes. To just make, to make a dig that only says Caitlyn was Bruce Jenner. Yeah. That's all he wanted to tell us. Yeah. Dude, we know. I mean, we remember. We were there. We were there. We saw the 2020. No one wants to talk about Caitlyn literally ever. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was just thinking about that. I was like, I. Like, that's the heart of it. We don't like Caitlyn, but don't come after her for this. That's what I mean. Is it's just like, ugh, what a reminder in the worst sense of somebody that makes everybody already like, ugh. Yeah. You're like, no, don't make her a victim. We want to not like her. We want to hate her ass. All right, let's get into our episode. Let's do it. All right. Um, I was trying to find the title of the app. It's something X. I don't the remember. X Factor. Yeah, the X Factor. Yes, season seventeen, episode seven, the X Factor. Um, we got a few storylines. Um, the main one is Lamar's book. Yes, is coming out. Uh, we've also got. Scott and the dog. Dog show. Dog show. And I'm trying to remember. Kim at the White House. Kim at the White House, of course. Because I posted it on our Instagram yeah. last week. It was the funniest promo I've ever seen in my life. I watched it a hundred times and I laughed so hard. It is Chloe and Kim sitting down to talk. Chloe is looking at her phone and she says, Kim says, so I'm going to the White House next week. And Chloe goes, oh, for what? As she continues to look at her phone. And she says, Kim says, for prison reform stuff. And Chloe's like looking at her phone. Oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> it's so it them. made me laugh so hard. Let's just go into prison reform because that's... It's so funny. It was a real little blip. It's just like, so Kim partner with Left, we already covered this, that she's trying to help prisoners yeah. have access to getting to and from because a lot of prisoners get out of jail and don't have are transportation prison, they don't have transportation they can't get jobs because that so she's like partnering with these rideshare organizations yes. to help them giving them credits on these accounts right very cool um so she goes to the white house it felt really unnecessary for her to go to the white house for this particular thing i agree it really felt as if tr donald trump wanted to show off kim kardashian I couldn't agree and it was like look the headline is she's doing good. Yes. I think she has explained herself well, but it's tough, man. It's tough watching her be so <sighs> chummy and sitting next to Jared Kushner and like watching Trump fawn over like R. Kim like made me feel really crazy. I mean, he is boning for her. He, like, he, of course he is. Huh. And I bet and you he thinks he has a chance. Oh boy. Don't you think? Or I don't know. I mean, maybe. I'm sure he does because he's he's wild. It's a megalomaniac. But it, it is like, it's one of those things where it's like, I guess you gotta do, which like she She's is playing the game. Ultimately like trying to get, she's trying to get to the people she needs to get to so that she can like make moves. Yeah. And I appreciate that for what that is, but it's not fun to watch her sit next to truly 
a serpent of Satan, Jared Kushner, like yeah. sitting right next to her. I know it's tough, and it's, he looks that way. I, you know, that's what I'm saying. He, I, he's probably great and wonderful, and does a lot of good things for America. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> you guys, in case you don't know, we oh, we're crazy we, libs. We're not big MAGA hat girls. <laughs> uh, I feel like if you figure that out now, um, this was a big bombshell moment. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your head's uh, exploding. What? Marcy and Jess are a bunch of liberals. Libs? Oh, libs. oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. Um, but no, I mean, look, I want to focus on the positive, which is what Kim would do. Yes. Which is that she uh, looks gorgeous. Her she, little blunt bob. Her little is cute. bob. I love White House chic Kim when she does like, it's like, it's like this Barbie <laughs> office look. Like her off it her like white house looks because it's very funny they're like you have 15 minutes to get there and she's <laughs> like oh, she's like but i'm me yeah no, i feel like she definitely was like shit 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 she, yes. like it, you watched her rush but and then that was cute i thought it was kind of vulnerable to tell kind of the story of like she clearly you know had this speech prepared she didn't know it she i didn't really understand why she couldn't bring it up what she happened? got nervous that they were going to see her reading she oh, should have just read. She should have just read it. Because after <laughs> the speech, she's like, that was good, right? That was okay. And everyone's like, it was so good. And then in her confessional, she's like, I will be more prepared next time. I was like, I think she thinks more people watch this speech and that people like it went down as like Kim bombed at the White House. Well, I think just for her, she knew that's not how she wanted to present herself. Yeah, and I she's see. right. It wasn't great. Everyone around her kissed her ass, told her it was so good. And it was then, like off the cuff, which is what she said it was. She got nervous. And when Donald Trump has to to make you feel better for the speech you gave which was too <laughs> rambling you're in a bad spot speech wise sorry Kimmy he was just like also very funny footage of him walking down the hallway what a weird shot and then making a 90 degree turn <laughs> like just like such a funny like <laughs> like the cameraman was just like uh, I'm the only person with this shot of him walking away I'm definitely it was put truly it in. such a weird militant little march I'm I mean, sure they all it. are told to do that I don't know because they're like you're being watched uh uh, there was a very funny moment before he introduced her where he was like, she's going to be a great lawyer one day. I got bad news for my attorneys. She's going to be bigger than you. He, wants he to can be funny. only, he can only like say things in terms of winning. He yes. knows no other concept in the world than one must be better than the other. There's so nothing right. else in life besides she's good. Now they're bad. Yeah. I'm sorry, sucker. She's going to, and he's right. She's going to be an attorney. I know. She's going to be a senator. You know, he he will be long dead by the time that all happens. But God, I can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait for both those things. Um, But then we get this. (laughs) He's old old as shit. I know. Um, We get this great scene when she's back from the White House where um, Chloe comes over and she's like, oh, you know, how's the White House? And she's like, oh, it was so good. And then I love this exchange because Kim's like, you, just an insane thing to be able to say. She's like, you should come with me sometime. <laughs> like, because she goes all the time. And then Chloe's like, girl, I've been when a different president was in office. I love that because Chloe was like, and Kim was like, oh. It was a great little jab, but it was like, it, I loved it because it was like, okay, I know. Because first I heard it differently and I rewound 
around it. So I was like, what did she say? No, I knew exactly what um, she was saying. And then saying. I was like, oh, it's Obama. She's bragging. She's like, I went when Obama was there. You're not yeah. going to see me there. Yeah. She <laughs> was like letting the audience know. She's like, yeah, this is not where the family is. Just <laughs> FYI. FYI. Yeah. FYI. We're not all like wearing red hats these days. You do you, Kim. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. Have and fun. Have and fun. I think Kim like knows. She's like, you know. Yeah. She's like, she's I get it. Getting okay, the job, darn. Um, but great, good for Kimmy. Um, so then we have this dog show nonsense. I mean, let's just breeze on through this. I will say that Herschel is, is a cute so little wiener. Cute. What a cute, cute little dachshund. Have we seen this dog before? I've seen the dog a little okay. bit. I didn't remember. I think her. when she was much smaller, she's more puppyish. She she's was, gorgeous. Little different colored eyes. Oh, so cute. So. D- Tom, I mean, it's Todd. No, Todd. Scott. Um, Todd Crane is Todd Crane. That's who your brain wanted um, it to be. He's like, oh, my dog could be a show dog. She's perfect. I'll get her in the KC, whatever. And then a lady's like, yeah. And then he tried to, and it was like, no, you can't. Blah, blah, blah. That's not what I'm interested in. They had a fake dog show. Who cares? What yeah. I'm interested in <laughs> is how Chloe does not wear shirts to Scott's house. I have to talk about the outfits as well. The only time she actually wore a a shirt, a blouse, a covering of her torso was when the dog trainer lady was coming. When the dog I she only wears exposed bras to his house. Do we think that like cuz is there some logic where it's like because it's Scott and everyone knows that I'm not like vying for Scott, uh, this is the one. But no, I mean, it's not like she dresses like that with her like sister scenes. It's so pronounced that she I'm not slut shaming her. It's just bizarre. Oh, I'm not like bizarre. No, 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 this is not about slut shaming. This is about being like, you have to not be so obvious about wanting to fuck your ex-brother-in-law. <laughs> Like, I know Chris doesn't hide it very well, but you... Like, remember the Art Vandalay stuff where she literally took off her bra and she, everything? She cannot wear clothes around Scott. She You're has so right. to show him her titties. I mean, Which she's, is, like, great. She looked great. But, like, I was like, this is truly bizarre. Um, when she walked in with that little, like, those little, like, cloth boob covers, essentially, I was like what it's, what is this outfit that's not her like go-to look no it was like it just was so weird to pretend like a normal scene could be happening when it was like wait but do you think she doesn't understand that she's doing this i wrote is there a part that disconnected <laughs> for her i wrote in my notes oh this might be chloe's craziest outfit yet <laughs> i mean it's i it's so interesting to me i'm obsessed well let's i hope we get i would if it like heightens over the season i hope she comes in topless i mean she did last season yeah in the painting scene she literally was like let me take my fucking top off which made no sense for that scene really weird because i remember last season kim was over at Scott's and wearing like a white bra. Yes, that's what I was thinking of too. And he was like, ah, you're too naked. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's because he sees Kim as a sexual like yes. person and he sees Chloe as his like buddy. Yeah. Who used to be like his little chubby buddy. Yep. And it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. Cause like when is, when is, when are they going to realize they're in love? Hopefully soon. When what are a, they going to have the weirdest family dynamic uh, outside of actual royalty? I mean, they're well on their way. Well on their way. It's so... Between Sophia and Kylie, best friends, and 
all of it. I mean, in the taiga, and I mean, they're they're there. If the family stone can do it, I think the Kardashians <laughs> can do it. And I've I don't know if I've said it before. That is my least favorite type of storyline: siblings swapping lovers. No, I didn't know. It's that. like I I have look I. I'm just going to go on and say it. I hate incest and I hate things. Controversial. I hate it. I'm not into it. You're I, not pro incest. I really hate okay. it so Noted. much. Um, Noted. I hate it even when it's like below the surface bubbling that hasn't happened. Just like I hate sexual chemistry between siblings. It happens a lot in this family. Yes. And I hate this idea that it's like just one step removed yes. of like it's not incest, but it's so close. I mean, for them, it might as well be, you know, it makes me feel so nasty though i don't think it's like a fun dynamic to like lean into Uh uh-uh. but mm. i also ship them a lot too i was gonna say i think they could be so happy together <laughs> but i think she's more into him than he is to her i think you're right all these things I, yeah i literally <laughs> agree completely we have completely the same opinion it is truly so strange you guys <laughs> i cannot imagine like walking i mean my brother-in-law's new and i barely know him but like that doesn't feel like a vibe i would ever have it happens i mean you know the f- f- uh biden his son died and i mean it's not the same but and his brother married the the widow yeah yeah and then they had to release a statement joe biden had to re- release a statement being like we think it's normal and they found love and it's like by the way i don't judge it and i do but think also, that's normal but it was like that person was in a marriage that he he left his wife for the widow yes that's the key piece <sighs> that's god it's and it just i guess came it and may, went I, I, psychologically i understand it though because like you're both experiencing this great loss I, I do I think it actually makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense but it's, but I mean it's just it's so ruthless wild. too it's just a wild thing um let's see then Last. we have the real storyline the juice the, the juice. juicy juice we talked about this when he was on we covered this in news when it was he was yeah. on his press tour um Lamar <clears throat> it's announced that Lamar it's the week that Lamar's book is coming out his tell-all book from a few months ago um and so it's a whole storyline that I thought they handled really well. It was really interesting. Although it got a little goofy, but basically it's kind of two prong because it's the first prong is how does Chloe feel about it? Right. Um, And is she going to reach out? Is she going to meet up with him? Because we find out that he reached out to her uh, and asked about meeting up. And so she is sort of like kind of hemming and hawing about what it would be like to meet up with him. And then the second prong is the Chris Jenner soul cycle story. Yes. Which we can run through really quickly. Well, actually, I just want to take a can we yeah. go back for a bird's eye view at this real quick? Sure. And I want to like look at this storyline compared to last week's storyline with Larsa. Okay. So last week's storyline with Larsa, it was very clear they were portraying Larsa as a villain. Yes. Even though they were saying in their words, no, like on Twitter and stuff, Larsa's so nice. We know we love her. Like, blah, 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 blah. That's not the but story. But what they showed us was she's bad. Yeah. And then this week, what they showed us was Lamar is good. You're so right. Lamar is good. What he and Chloe had was real Chloe loves and respects him. Chloe might even still have feelings for him. Yeah. And God, you're so she's not right. letting this happen. 
And the reason it's not happening is because he has a girlfriend and is happy. And also I, when they talk about his demons and the things he did, it's yeah. through a, the most forgiving light. Yeah. And that she's like, I knew when he had his overdose, which he says he did not have an overdose. He's like, I was taking herbal pills oh, or that's whatever. Right. I forgot. But she's like, he had an overdose. Hmm. And she's like I knew then I'd done everything I could do so she's like letting us know that she really put it to bed but also like telling us this interesting part of like I don't think it would be respectful to his girlfriend right which I understand partially but the way she says it leads me to believe because she still holds a big place for him in her heart. Right. That it would and be. That there is a possibility. That it would be too charged. And there yes. could, would be. I mean, she says, which I, she's, I've never heard her say, but she's like, I've never looked. I forget how she phrases it, but I've never looked back and I've, or I've never regretted it. Um, ending things with him. But to your point, it does feel like the, the implication is that it would be so fraught or emotional or bring up so much yeah. to see him. Uh, which can only really happen with people I think that you have a, an emotional connection with still um, or you believe that you do that that is the reason that she's yeah. not gonna that it's like out of to be for it to be out of respect for the girlfriend and his happiness in the relationship it does mean that it wouldn't be like benign or super yeah. platonic you yeah. know benign's the wrong word it could be benign but that it wouldn't be in the space of just like hey we're now we're just two old friends catching up yeah it's not it. like there's like ugh, those days are long which gone. makes sense because their whole dynamic was i think like a, hur- a hurricane you know yeah. like they got married in a month or engaged in a month married in a month i can't remember they were engaged within a month and then married shortly thereafter because his season was starting so yeah like, and it was like so we know that's their whole history i'll be forever lured when i watch those clips of them i'm like yes yes lamar and chloe and then i have to like snap out of it and be yeah like, no he's a drug addict and he cheated on her i know but that's the i'm so torn when it comes to addiction because i I feel that everyone has their right to be like angry and mad and upset and hurt by those people. And that is so that is part of the experience. But then for the people, I sort of have this like there's so such a big part of it that they are not ever like whatever I could talk about addiction all day. Um, But if it affects you, you understand that it's complicated because you can hate the person and also know that they're not in charge of what happens. But uh, just to bring it back to the Larsa point uh, really quickly is that, oh, um, two days ago, Kim Kardashian West posted a picture. Also, her name now is not Kim Kardashian West on Instagram. Was it ever? Maybe yeah. not. Um, it's just Kim Kardashian. Oh, no, you're right. Um, so she posted a picture of all of her closest friends in their skims in Palm Springs. And it says, our group chat is named Lifers. We spent my birthday weekend in Palm Springs. So comfy in our skims. And there's no Larsa to be seen. Everyone else from that trip is there, though. Smell you later. Every, I see my Sarah there. Everybody else is there. I mean, we don't see our Malikas, but... Uh, oh, sorry. That's what <laughs> Mariah Smith calls Malika and Khadija. What does she call them? Or actually, Nori... Uh, I think uh, Nori's Black Book calls them the Malikas. <laughs> the Malikas! I'm So I've gotten the habit of calling them the Malikas. I'm sorry, the Hack Sisters. Um, but yeah, we have all of our friends there, but no, Larsa. Interesting. An Interesting. invite. Her giant skims bag got lost in transit. Yeah, we got Simone. We got Zoe. We got Tracy. Good eye. Um, well, they're telling me. Maybe there is no Sarah there, actually. But 
whatever but no larsa no larsa hit the road larsa's out larsa's out i can't wait like do you think larsa has so many uh ndas yes that she's not allowed to talk yeah especially because there was a major financial transaction yeah you know because we know that courtney was supporting her and i'm sure i mean well that was the story so i'm sure it's like courtney's not good with that stuff she lets people rob from her and then doesn't do anything (laughs) i know i mean chloe's screaming at her we have to show people they can't fuck with us (laughs) they can't can't steal our men they can't fuck our men um okay but then the second story was this we covered this long ago long ago that um courtney i mean chloe believed that when the Lamar, when Lamar and Chloe broke up a month or whatever later, they had been estranged for a while. There was a confrontation at 630 in the morning in West L.A. somewhere. I forget where, but leaving a soul cycle outside. There's, there's photographs of Lamar and Chloe like having. It's a, a really su- horrible photo series. A surprise encounter where Lamar clearly knew where she was and yeah. went to find her. And Chloe always thought that it was written in the book we talked about that's why we talked about it yes lamar wrote in the book that chris let him know where she was yeah and chloe had been upset about this in previous seasons that she believed her mom set her up denied it who denied it and in this episode she states very clearly he was in such a state that he that her that doing that put chloe in danger yeah i mean if you look at the photos it's like she her body language is scared like yeah he's he like she is like clutching her bag and like she genuinely looks like she's i mean the tmz story is uses the word ambushed and it's like it's you see her like looking and it's like it's you can tell she's so freaked out and uh, clearly they're implying that like he was you know fucked up and like out of his mind because she referenced it like he wasn't in the right state of mind like he didn't really know what was going on and so but anyways um so lamar had 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 said that in his book it had been always chloe's belief and basically it's this funny how do you think they handle this because we do not get the full confirmation. They tried to make it a little hijinksy where like, oh, well, Chloe knows and is trying to get in touch with Chris to talk about it. And Chris is avoiding him, avoiding her by letting her phone ring at full volume in some stupid furniture store. And I'm like, I don't think this is that funny. Well, like, I think more of it was real than not real. Okay. I thought so too. I think the setup, like I, this whole Scott is sick and we're going to set him up and I'm yeah. going to come in yes. in a sports bra. Like that part, fake. Fake, fake, fake. Um, and maybe a little bit of the shopping with Scott. Although I would love shot Scott going shopping with MJ and Chris. I was like, this is perfect. Power This trio. is his dream team. <laughs> yes. No one gets better than this. <laughs> um, I think that was fake. I think a lot of the Chloe being like, mom is avoiding me. I think that's real. I think it's real because I think that, and I did think the scene played where she was getting the texts. Yeah. I thought that played really real from um, Sheila. Sheila. And then she was like, somebody kept texting me. And I was like, sorry, Sheila. Sheila, you got thrown under the bus. Um, but yeah, I think that, um, you know, she probably, I got the sense essentially that Chloe had never gotten confirmation. That had always been her belief. And then we, she finds out in the book, yes, it was true. That's and how Chris she's. Chris says, no, it's not true. 
essentially no chris she is does. saying no she says it very clearly in the in the confessional because what's Cause conf- chloe's like because mom you could just say here's your chance i don't care it doesn't bother me just say it and her mom's like it didn't happen okay and then she says and then chloe says lie do you die and chris says lie do you die well that's what i mean is that i feel like she's saying it and not saying it yes that's what i all i was gonna say was that i feel like but she does literally say i did not do it but then when the part that struck me in in that throwback clip when they're first fighting about it like when it first happened chris is like fine clean up your own messes yeah in this or like fix your own problems or something like that and i was like oh it, Chris I heard, absolutely did it. Yeah, but and exactly, and so it's like I feel like she's a hundred percent already admitted it. You know, but she just won't she just doesn't want to verbatim it. say oh, like yeah. yes. she absolutely did it. She knows it was the bad move, and she's like not going to say it again. Yeah, I mean, for them to make it into a storyline is like I mean, and originally, but uh, I thought it was a. I mean, to to acknowledge the Lamar of it all was very gratifying as a well, longtime viewer. There also was that element where he says I cannot believe how i I treated that queen yes like he's like i'm so sorry and i should have i like so he doesn't tell i think that's why he wanted to meet up with her we realized she had blocked him he wanted to meet up with her because he wanted to tell her to her face that he was sorry and i think that that really was a huge like in the moment that chloe was in or is in where her the father of her child is like really really like just betrayed her so horribly and this other man is like coming out with like could tell and she was so nervous about what he was going to say and to have her hear him say i love them i love that family i love being on the show show. and i should have never treated her that way i think she needed that so much and not about lamar yeah i think she needed it to know that not all men that she's been with have abandoned and betrayed her because they didn't love her yeah and i think you could look at the storyline as almost like a what she couldn't maybe do in person was like her letter to him you know yeah. like from the family like their joined letter to him being this, like we're not gonna open this up with you They're, we're not having public engagement with you we're not gonna comment on your book we're not gonna even have the meetup courtney thinks you should but <laughs> what we can do and we always say is the most powerful tool that they have at their um disposal is the way they tell their story yes. and the story they told to your point was of understanding of loving him of empathy and forgiveness yeah um, I think that is exactly what it was. They were like, Lars is out. Lamar's Lamar's in. Lamar joins well, the next not, girl's trip. He's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that one little dumb Courtney thing where Courtney was like, he has a book. And they're like, yeah, why do you think we're talking about this? God. She's like, I don't watch. They're like, we know you don't watch TV. I read architectural design. They're like, nah, 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 nah. stop <laughs> talking, Courtney. Show. Yeah. Thank God Scott has other people to play with now. <laughs> Oh, it was a good one. I really like this episode. Um, yeah. Great. Well, that was it. That was it. Um, Guys, we, oh, go ahead. Before you say anything, go check out right now. Go to Jess's podcast, oh. Holly Weird. Go download it. Thanks, buddy. Do her song. It would help a lot, And guys. you're also going to like it because she's so great. Oh, thank you, my friend. Um, yes. Okay. Now go. Thank you. Um, please. It would mean a lot. Um, and in the meantime, we will continue covering Keeping Up with the Kardashians season 17. Um, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Check out our website, www.cardishonit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. It helps us so, so much. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye. <laughs>